The only reason I'm here is to make sure that none of this can come back to me. Meet the Kennedys at Lassiter's Hall at the Waterhole. A cup of tea at Harold Sonia's nursery for a stroll. It's time to neighbors. CJK Let's get the neighbors. Hello, this is Neighbours. We are the Neighbours Recap Podcast. We have a chat about the most recent episodes of the Aussie soap Neighbours that have just gone to air in Australia. We're watching at Australian pace. It's easier that way. I'm Vaya. I am a TV writer. I have trouble suspending disbelief. I am in the Mobile Pirate Net Studios in uh, the Rebecca's back patio. I have Kate at Remude on Twitter. Hello. Hi, everybody. CJ, the hot mess mum. Hello. Catherine Jones. Hello, everyone. And, well, what an esteemed guest. I, we have a, a guest tonight that my husband described him as the successful lawyer of Erin's <laughs> of course. But we, we needed to call in some big guns because Neighbours is in a little bit of strife. Yeah. And we need to know the lay of the land. I think this is above uh, Neighbours' own legal legal backs, family yes. law level. We needed to call in Erin's own expert. What's a bird above an eagle? Uh, vulture. Legal, <laughs> legal vulture. This is Ben Anderson, Australian comedy performer, actor. Everyone knows him in our neck of the woods as Tim Collins, Tycho. Hello. Oh, I like Tycho. I, I really, I'm, I'm a big fan of Tycho. Um, hi, and thanks for having me on. This is very exciting. This is now, what, two decades of your life has yes. been in and out of Ramsey Street. Yes. I think it, uh, the exact, I, I was actually trying to think of when it when it all first started. I obviously had lustrous blonde hair um, back in those <laughs> days. Um yeah, it was it was a long ago. I think it is about twenty years ago now. Yeah. Did you watch the show before you were on the show? Uh, I watched it as a youngster in the Des and Daphne days, and the original Scott. That's um, Katie Perkins, yeah. and switched over to ten. What I can't remember exactly when, um, and then was in and out. And Vaya was asking me about what some of your early storylines were, and I said, well, he was best man, and when his cousin yes. um, jilted Steph Scully at the altar. Mm-hmm. I was there. I was there. I think I even offered him some uh, some pearls of wisdom. I can't remember what they were, but just, you know, Tim Collins' pearls. Treat me and keep him keen. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> something like that and that you can carry through. But even before that, I chatted to the Perfect Blend, the Neighbours Bible, and they reminded me that you came in as Toadie's boss mm. in 2001. Oh, is that when it was? So, yeah. that, oh, wow, okay. We yeah. don't know. We just go to them. They know. They've got the archives. I, um, I first got the gig and was asked if I can play golf. Right, so, <laughs> no um, one knows how to – no one needs to know how to play golf on exactly. camera. But I didn't know that, so I just said yes, right? because you do, don't you? Um, and so the first scene that I was in, I remember uh, Daniel McPherson was, was still there. And Jared, don't, I don't call him. Oh, Jared, Toadie. I love that. You don't I call him Toadie, no. just like Sonia. Remember, Sonia always yeah. called him Jared. Toadie's yeah, right. greatest love and his greatest nemesis. Yeah, so mm. just Jared, um, <laughs> and I, lo- I love that ab- yeah. uh, ab- about the character because it's it's always so formal. Um, yeah, there's, there's and no no chance of familiarity between no, the two of you. No, that's right. And there I was in a. Um, I remember in a cream skivvy, possibly um, the most unflattering mm. attire um, I could possibly wear. Uh, yeah, strolling along the golf course, you know, talking business with Jared um, as he 
you know, was climbing his own corporate ladder to try and become part of the uh, law firm I was uh, I was in. Now, this was before the soul-sucking lawyer zombie firm yes. in the city. That yeah. was a different – you were just a local Erinsborough-based. Yes. Or, I, well, Eden Hills. I've forgotten the name. Now? It was a three-pronged name. Um you know, the, the yeah. partners of the law firm, I've forgotten the name, but they were big wigs and I was trying to become a big wig and I was taking Toadie up with me or Jared up with me, you know. I tell you what, I don't think it was the, the best choice as a, as a mentee, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I have a feeling no one was knocking on my door. Right. Um, so the first person that did, you know, Tim Collins just yeah. snapped him up, said, you'll do, thank you. You're an associate. Yeah, you come with me. <laughs> I'm just trying to imagine Toadie arriving in a job interview at a law firm and just being like, hi, I'm Toadie. Yeah. Maybe, I'm not sure we ever had the conversation. Maybe I was just surreptitiously trying to say, mate, just drop the Toadie business. It's, you know, Jared, um, when you're in a court of law, Toadie's not going to wash. And dump the Hawaiian shirts. Yes, dump the Hawaiian shirts. It's please. also kind of like when na- when actors are on Neighbours and they haven't ironed out their stage name yet. Like you've got Eliza Taylor Cotter went on to just be Eliza Taylor when she went to do the US market. And then you had the best one was Jay Bunyan, one of Lynn Scully's kids, and he became Jay Ryan in America. It's like, oh, what, Bunyan wasn't Hollywood enough for you, mate? Mm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure a bone defect of the foot is the way to break through in Hollywood. Um, But that's all right. I mean, yes, of course, Jay Jay Ryan. Yeah, yeah, I remember him. So that's Toadie. Yeah, Toadie hadn't ironed out his professional legal name yet. Yeah, or legal skills in general. Oh, no. he's had some shocker defeats. There's the classic putting Steph in prison for having killed Ringo as well. That was devastating. He's not someone you would employ, I think, for anything other than conveyancing, to be honest. Even that, like, God <laughs> knows what who owns the titles on Ramsey Street. Do you, Tim, Ben, do you have any standout court cases or stouches, like Erinsborough stouches that you were at the helm of? My, I think my favourite, and it's because I had I had this sort of backstory going in through my head. So you've got to, You've got to do that because I'm on so intermittently that you must come on with yeah. something. Because what's what's my you know motivation? What you know? What, but, what have you been up to in your absence? Well, that, well, you know, more than likely massively high profile cases, but up in Sydney. Yeah, right? <laughs> because that's that's where Tim Collins is with his office that overlooks the Harbour Bridge. That was actually <laughs> scripted. So I hang to that and I go, yes, yes, that is yeah. that is what mm-hmm. Tim Collins does. Why he comes back is always a question I've sort of got to ask myself. But one of the ones I had a lot of fun with was um, with um, Sonia. And oh. my motivation and my backstory that I pushed through in that one was, and that was all when um, Tim Collins briefly became mayor. And, oh, um, how could we forget? That was, yeah. that was the highlight. Yeah. And um, that I was secretly in love with her. Oh, so that was, stop. yeah, that was of my course. thing all the way through. And because Jared and I had always butted heads, I <laughs> always wanted what he had. Oh, and he and then- had Sonia and... Uh, this was my uh, being emotionally, um, you know. Repressed. Uh, repressed. <laughs> I didn't really know how, I don't know how to love, or Tim doesn't know how to love wow. or even even chase or, or whatever. 
A woo. Ah, Mayor Rebecca. God. Didn't expect to see you out and about today. Bad day? Yeah, me too. But I must say, this little bump into has certainly brightened okay, up my just afternoon. Stop, please. I, I'm really not in the mood after what you did. Oh, come on. All's fair in love and politics. Oh, look, okay, attacking me and my policies is one thing, but bringing in struggling, innocent people, I mean, that's low. Even for you, Tim. Well, that's collateral damage. What could have been in that storyline? Mm. Tim had a daughter or something. I was about to say, mm. were you surprised to find out that Tim had an adult daughter? Well, that, but that speaks to what yeah. you were saying, that he doesn't know how to love. He had this, I guess, tryst or dalliance. Mm. That, um, with Miss Grixty. Miss yes. Grixty. Yes. yes. <laughs> that, um, I remember a scene when I was Tim was with um, Therese and she said, go home to your wife. And I'm oh. like, oh, oh, he's married, right? So, <laughs> because I was married and then I wasn't married. Um, and then he, I keep referring to myself as me. Um, oh, no, Kate no, please, please. I'm, I'm, I'm already, you know. <laughs> um, I remember early on I had, uh, there was an, a scene with Jared when we were on good terms and I was, I was had a girlfriend at that point. So I, <laughs> I thought I was married, but I wasn't. Um, and look, to be honest, if, if he's anything in kind of the vein of Paul Robinson, which I feel Tim yeah. is Paul Light, there's so. marriages, there's yeah. girlfriends, yes. there's concurrent relationships. Yes, that's, yes. Yeah. So, um, and any minute a child could turn uh, up, and and one did. Um, and, and I was delighted that I had a child and had that sort of death. Yeah, but then she was engaged to Paul. Mm. Uh, yeah, but it was yeah. a sham. It was okay. It was a sham. Engagement. It was a sham. It was, still, it, it was a been sham. Very disturbing yeah. as a father. That I was think. disturbing. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't quite know. I don't think that was fleshed out enough for obvious reasons. Um, but even when I was first reading that, I was like, "Ooh, right, okay, okay." I'm not, I'm not sure how he's going to respond to that. I didn't. I think there was a couple of scenes where I did mention it to Paul. But yeah. so you became Paul's adversary over the years. There was the political battlefield, and then the the legal area, and then then the journalism world. Yes. That, yes. How's that for a sidestep? So how yeah. rich is Tim Collins? Oh, well, he owns, he's, he's like a Rupert Murdoch, I think, <laughs> of um, slash, you know, some sort of high-profile lawyer of Erinsborough. So, yes, he owns, it's gone through a few the incarnations, West, It's I currently think. the West Waratah it's Star. West Waratah Star. But it was the Erinsborough News. That's right. When Susan was there. Well, they amalgamated, that's, right. that's why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, right, okay. Because he's a West, uh, in the character breakdown, that is the same I think it's always been the same. I remember the first line is, uh, Tim Collins is a West Waratah boy done good. Oh, like there we go. Like so, an Eddie Maguire so type he's, thing. He's, yeah. he's no posh Eden Hills type. No. No, oh, no, no. no. He's had to fight and scrap his way oh, I uh, like to the that. top. So, uh, yeah. So he's uh, so that's that's a nice, a nice thing to be able to own this local newspaper. Mm. Mm. That has been obviously part of his child. Well, yeah. Aaron's been used, but and, then West and it gives him the perfect opportunity to shaft all his enemies as well through mm. some which he news has, stories. Which he has Tabloid. done. That's mm. right, that, and he uses it as a um, crutch to you know a lot of people. Well, that's got to be why he's mm. coming back because he's the West Waratah boy made good, mm-hmm. and. I really, I love that as a story. I don't know if I ever knew that. No. Do, do, do we think we've ever? We'd have to go back to the literal first that. episode. Yeah. I, I think I always sort of, with Paul and Tim, Paul will have enemies, but at the end of the day, he will hire Tim when he needs to, mm. which yes. I really like. Yes. I really respect that. He's like, I hate him. And he'll put a photo of me doing something wrong on the newspaper. But if I need to get out of something, yeah. I'll call Tim Collins, yeah. not Toadie. That's, 
Isn't that the case? So you just wouldn't call no. Toadie. Like mm. Toadie doesn't have a great track record. <laughs> no. I'd be like, oh my God, I've just run over someone. I'm calling Tim. Yes. Also, I don't think he's charging people. Is he invoicing people? Who, Tim? Toadie. Jared. Oh, well, it doesn't look like it from the last episodes I've seen, but we'll obviously get into that. Yes, I don't know. I don't know if he's charging anyone at all. I don't, I don't you know, it's one well, of those well, things I've been expecting him to be in a pretty flash car. I mean, Melanie works for him now, so now he's got someone able to put invoices out. Yeah, so yeah. you never know. Maybe things are on the up for Toad. So we've got your Pauls, your Rebeccas. Any other key characters we should mention? Who have you sort of crossed paths with a lot? Uh, Susan? Susan briefly. Um, not much lately. In the early days, we crossed paths a bit and um, Dr. Carl as well. Mm. They always instantly take a, an instant dislike. You actually, yeah. as soon as I walk in the room. Disgusting. Um, so prejudiced. Just, 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 <laughs> just judgmental. I mean, people change and they don't give me, give Tim Collins time to prove that. People in glass houses That's should right. not be throwing stones. That's correct. Yeah. Correct. I should, I should say that next time I walk in. Well, we'll come back to... Tim Chat, because... Oh, my God. I feel I've just got so many questions yeah. for Tim Chat. Neighbours Council Business, just briefly. Sweetie, it's just business. Hashtag Save Neighbours. Neighbours is in dire straits and morale is down at the mm. camp Save Neighbours. Facebook group Save Neighbours, Twitter Save Neighbours and the petition is the big one. Petition just ticked over 60,000 signatures. Yeah. We, so wow. We want it to get to 100K because then they might debate it in UK Parliament. <gasps> that... But- would be must-see viewing, wouldn't it? <laughs> uh, unmissable drama. Did you, yeah. CJ, did you not know that? I didn't know that. But if, I mean, I assume UK parliaments like ours where they watch it on television I if guess, they yeah. are in a doctor's waiting room. But if they say toady in UK <laughs> parliament, oh my gosh. Maybe they'll say Jared. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So. It's the occasion for it. Um, so that's the main event. I'm also going to throw to future CJ for a voice memo to our Neighbours community. Take it away. Oh, guys. So I just wanted to quickly thank everyone that sent me a message, a condolence message after my dad passed away. I got so many messages from listeners and it's been really nice to hear. It's been really nice to hear from everyone, but it's been really nice to hear from people who understand what, what this process is like and what this feels like. And... You know, I've received messages from people that don't listen to the podcast, but I've received so many from people that do, and it's really meant a lot to me. So I just wanted to say thank you. And all of this happened. My dad was rushed off to hospital the day after my birthday. So I never really got to thank Avery properly for the um, Dr. Carl message. So I, you know, my last two weeks has been a blur. And like, I can't remember a lot. So I'm going to need to rewatch that and get those happy emotions again. <laughs> but I just wanted to thank everyone for birthday messages and condolence messages. Um, I just can't believe a TV show that has brought this many people into our lives and that they mean this to us. Thank you. I want to congratulate dear friend of the pod, Rachel, who recently had a baby boy Nicholas, Rachel J. Ryan on Twitter, long-term listener and was a guest on our UK episode in London. Congratulations. Love it. I love it when one of our community has a little bub. Add one. 60,001 signatures now. (laughs) Perfect. Just scroll a little ink footprint while you're making the milestone. Congratulations. Okay. We need to talk about actual neighbours, current storylines. So she's doing business with you. 
So we are going to discuss the episodes that aired in Australia between the 21st of Feb and the 24th of Feb 2022, episodes 8780 to 8783. There's some, look, there's a big ticket item. Should we? I don't know if we should start off with it, but there's the Paul situation. Should we start with that? I feel like... Might as well. Yeah. I need to focus on Paul Robinson. Forget people trying to give away their babies. Forget people trying to start mobile beverage vans. I want to talk about Paul and his big lie which is not one of his best schemes. I think this is his downfall This with this particular scheme. It's just not very well thought out because he had a lacerated liver and broke up with Tarage or she broke up with him and she's been cozying up to him to make him – to look after him in but his also, time of need. She's um, trying to you know, soothe her, her pride over Glenn. Yes, because she was flirting with Paul's brother. Why wouldn't you? Um, anyway, and because of – she thinks she caused – oh, because she has that guilt – this is okay. This is a legal thing. We'll get mm-hmm. Ben involved, but at first she thought it was her fault because she didn't evacuate the whole of Lassiter's when the telegraph pole took out the flamingo bar. Did you see the the actual storm event? So, no. so basically, the flamingo bar is or was a wooden shed that wasn't lined. And, Cocktail bar, and then uh, oh, yes, now I've been in the uh, or Tim's been in the flamingo. Yeah. Bar. Oh, what's yeah. Tim? Oh, how exciting! What, what business has Tim got in the flamingo I, bar? I can't remember. It was something to do with uh, Amy and Roxy was there. Um, oh. Yeah, that's that's all. Mm. Uh, it was it was a quick little scene in and out very quickly. Tim carried in his briefcase and walked away. Maybe when Roxy was trying to file a complaint against Amy's workplace yeah. bullying or something like well, that. I've got some sad news for you that the Flamingo Bar is now Flamingorn. Oh. Um, <laughs> there was a cyclone in Erinsborough and an electricity pole fell on it and oh. it crushed the building because there was actually no structural support inside yes. it. Yeah. As part of that, it killed... Oh, young Brittany, yes. Yeah. Uh, mother of Abigail. Leo's baby mama. Wow. Tarage is feeling guilty because um, she was having to evacuate all of Lassiter's and didn't get to the Flamingo Bar in time. Mainly because she was having a squiz at the guy she was hot for running off with another lady. Yeah. Wow, she's busy, isn't she? Yeah. She just had a moment of weakness where she saw Glenn take off around the corner with Shazcan. Coyle's mum. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why she's been looking after her husband, who she's been separated from, and he says, well, the more sick I am, the more she'll be around me and we will rekindle our love. And he's not wrong. When she finds out he's sick, what does she do? Well, she cares for him. And she kind of has the horn for him over that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, she likes she likes she, saving Paul. I don't know if it's the Greekness in her that just wants to. He's, he's a bit pathetic as well. I think she she's like, well, that brings out her protectiveness. Yeah, it's that classic, I'll make you a home-cooked meal. I'll look, even though she doesn't do that, and I'll look after you. But then he has hired this shonk doctor, Dr. Russell, with long hair. I've never – I don't know if doctors have long hair. And I'm confused. Is he really a doctor or is he an actor? <laughs> I think he is a doctor. He's, a, he's been struck off medical records or but medical he, boards or something. But, he, but he's still doctoring because Carl and David know him professionally. Yeah. No. I think I think he's kind of Jeffrey Edelston type shonk maybe. Okay. So like he's, Dr. He's Phil. Dead, so we can say that. <laughs> Um, no, this is the thing, though. Like, there's a national shortage of healthcare workers, so yeah. we, we have to yeah. keep these people on the books. Yeah, the, the shonks are back in business. He's, yeah, he's re- respectable enough to come into Erinsborough Hospital. Yeah, the low bar. Yeah, I can explain to Carl and David the barest details of Paul's liver. Yeah, so uh, Paul tells everyone that he's really unwell. He hasn't recovered, even though Carl said he had, and he said, "I need a second opinion." And 
he said, oh, you've got this made-up condition. Like, sorry, an actual condition, but I can't remember it. It was like a clot or something. Like something 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 terrifying. But no one was – he said, I'll be fine. Carl is not a specialist liver doctor. How about we trust the specialist and don't expect Carl, GP, to know everything about everything in the human body? I think um, Paul even said that, didn't he? He mentioned the specialist. I'll I'll be following the specialist's advice when – Totally um, a sick burn. That's actually yeah. sensible medical well, advice. That's what I thought at the time. Well, I thought, well, that's that makes sense. Which would be fine if he wasn't a specialist at like the Victorian College of the Arts or something. <laughs> this guy, ponytail specialist. <laughs> um, he looks like he would work in a bar, late night bar with music. So he he's qualified enough. But then as soon as Carl and David start asking questions, he goes, "No, that's enough. I'm not telling you." They're like, "Well, can we see the, ex- the scans? Can we see what you saw that we didn't see?" And he's like, "Nope, got to go." A busy man, Vaya. Mm. He doesn't have time to explain basic liver issues to these hacks. He's got to go, go play space jump with his mates. Well, I don't think the hair does itself, does it? <laughs> it's got to get in there and make sure it's looking schmick every single minute of the day. And David is Paul's son. He he can't demand his father's medical records. Mm. That's totally inappropriate. Oh, of I can't believe you guys are all team Dr. Russell. Like, There's a job this. for Tycho in here. Yeah, in, there is. Yeah, I'm just thinking yeah. of that now. This is this is this has got uh, Tycho. I'm I'm just referring to myself as Tycho because I like it so much. <laughs> That's got him written all over it. Coming in Mal- to sue the hospital. Malpractice. Yes. I don't how do you rate this though, Ben, as one of Paul's schemes? Because his scheme here is I'll just lie and say that I'm not as better as I was diagnosed to be. Until and assume no one's going to have any further questions. Yeah, I, I look. I agree. I think this was um, when it all came out that it was all. When I saw that it was all a scam, I thought this is a this is a low bar moment um, for Paul. <laughs> in that he's done some wonderful things in the past that have been schemy and dodgy. Whereas this was just a little bit. I don't know. He's off his game. He, yeah, I felt that he was off his game. Mm. He gets back together with Therese and then assumes that well, once we renew our vows doesn't matter what I've done because the most recent official ceremony and paperwork is the most exactly. is all you need to yeah. refer to. But oh. to be honest, I only needed to go on. This illness could have improved in two weeks and then he'd be like, well, I'm fixed now and I've got my lovely wife. And that's yeah. it. That's all. Like, mm. why not just keep lying on this one, Paul? I really – so, Paul, I, I don't know if you saw it, Tycho, but <laughs> Paul had a breakthrough at a psychologist's office. Um, somewhat recently, and he realised that he had mummy issues, basically, Ooh. and, um, you know, abandoned child issues and like, she, look, heavy stuff. She died. Yeah. <laughs> and he took his wow. – and he blamed himself for not looking after the family and he, mm. acting like a shitbag. Yeah. Mm. He was and 13. So but, he blamed, I, but he blamed himself and he hung, hung on to that. I think instead of going on about his liver and needing a specialist for the liver, he should have said, I am vulnerable yes. and – I have just realised that I perhaps need to get some regular treatment and figure out what's up with my mental health. Yeah. I need a team, a psychiatric team. Mm. Yeah. And, you know, it's, um, I've had six end. wives. I've mm. clearly got issues with women. Yeah. She would have respected that. She would have loved it. Yes. That I'm a work in progress. Oh, God. I mean, that would have gone down well, surely. <laughs> yeah. yeah like, like they say in um, Frozen, he's, he's a fixer-upper. Yeah. <laughs> And Therese has recently fallen off the wagon, so she probably would have appreciated that he was on a lower rung to her maybe mentally. He, maybe he would come to Everything Anonymous with her. Yes. He's addicted to wives. <laughs> Actually, that would be a real twist if it turns out that Paul was a sex addict, don't you think? Yeah. I don't think it's a stretch. I mean, cause it, yeah, it's Everything's Anonymous because you go there, it doesn't matter what 
addiction you've got, yeah. they'll support they'll you. They'll sort it out. Sonia, yeah. Sonia oh. was there for her addictions. Really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do. They the do well out of the court, don't they? Then. Oh yeah. Oh, it's in the the Sonia Rebecca Community Centre now. Oh. Yeah. You should think about sponsoring them. Really. <laughs> yeah. Should. Yeah. <laughs> The amount of people you're putting in there. And probably. that could be a great plot point. Too bad, too bad they don't need any more now. But um, of Toadie's like, where are these uh, extra donations? Like we're getting an injection every year anonymously from some benefactor. And then it. From yeah. Tyco Proprietary Limited. Tyco. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. right. And he finds out that you, you know, like, you've still got that sentimentality. Well, that, it's actually, it's like when um, the thing that crystallized to me that I, I, I didn't like Steph oh. was when Libby's mourning the death of Drew and she comes around and she's like, well. I really liked him too, so I I should be as considered as important as his widow. That's oh, right, because didn't, wow. didn't, didn't wasn't she dating him or no? She, she wasn't a, dating. Oh, that's she right. was she had a crush on him. She had a crush head. on him. Oh, Steph. What you were saying, Kate, is that I think Paul only was going to lie for a couple of weeks. He would have gotten away with it if it wasn't for his pesky kids, his yeah. own kids, who can't stop sniffing around. And David's like, "There's something is fishy here," and I'm going to talk to Dad and confront him. And Paul's like, "You're right. He's not a." He's not. Well, I paid him this liver doctor. Why on earth would I expose myself to unnecessary medical examination just to satisfy your guilty conscience because you didn't find the hematoma yourself? I mean, you and Carl are bent out of shape because Dr. Russell made you look bad. How about I go tell Therese because she's the only person you seem to listen to. No, days. don't. I had to do something to win her back, okay? There's no victim here. David, you've got enough problems in your own life right now. How about you focus on your your daughter, your niece, who's about to be, become your daughter? And the thing is, is that David doesn't want to keep his secrets. And so just stop asking him to confess. Then you don't have to keep anyone's secrets. I thought Paul confessed far too quickly. Yeah. 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 He gave it up very quickly, yeah. I thought. I thought he could hang on to this a little bit, little bit longer. I think it was the floodgates that, because he also told David that he paid... Nicolette a million dollars to give him the baby back in Canberra to give up um, baby at the time we thought Isla and he told David he's like look I've paid her to give your baby back so you've got to work with me on this and I think ever since then he's just like whatever I can just leak like a sieve to David and it won't matter Mm. he owes me a million dollar baby (laughs) (laughs) but then he forgot that that's not the case anymore so David runs to Therese and says Oh, she's trying on her wedding dress. Oh. Which she still fits in good on her. Beautiful. Yeah. And the one that they used in the um like elopement in Queensland with Elvis and the Blakeney twins. And she they're gonna have a vow renewal. So she's in her wedding dress and then And actually have the family attend this time. Yes. Not her family that live in Adelaide or America. Not her children. No, <laughs> no, no. Her like her ex husband's niece yes, will yeah. come along. And David runs in, he's like, I've got to talk to you, and then it all blows up. That Paul's been lying to her again, even though literally the only thing she said to him was, do not lie to me, please. She's like, I don't even care what you do, but just tell me. It was a beautiful, amazing scene, wasn't it? Therese in her wedding dress and then David comes in. We get the lift Um, scene as well. Leo Leo came in and she threw the, the glass and it shattered beside Leo's head. Oh, because, do you? I don't know if you were, Tycho was in Mm. during this, but... Tarage and Leo used to date, of course. Well, that I've only just realised today as I was doing some deep diving um, into the annals. We appreciate that. And something actually. No, what happened? I was Something came up on TikTok. Don't ask me why. 
I um, love that you're on TikTok. I'm not. I don't have a For You page. I just every now and then just, just have a flick through to see what's going on. You know what a For You page is. <laughs> yeah. Enough said. There's a lot of stuff on Karen's in there. I'm not sure what's going on, but anyway. It, the um, algorithm's just made for you. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something. So they're just creeping me out with how, much, how well they know me. Um, but, yes, something came up with that scene where Leo was calling out for yes. um, Therese Trace. at the front gate. And then Paul sheepishly walks out and everyone in the street is 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 looking and uh, I'd never seen that scene. It, I thought, it was, oh, wow, that was, was amazing. Quite, it was Leo's uh, lowest moment. Yes. He was quite drunk yeah, and like right. trying to Romeo and Juliet her. Right. <laughs> meanwhile, his dad's in there as her new lover slash old lover. Yes. Yeah. yeah. What's what, what's the green thing? Recycle, reuse, yeah, reduce, reuse, recycle. Yeah, or or go out with his son. Paul, Paul could stand to reduce. But Kate, you were tickled by the mirror of that scene oh, this week. Yes, yes. When um Paul turned up at her door the next morning, he wasn't drunk, which is a good touch because his rage is an alcoholic. Mm. And so he's calling out again, Therese, Therese, at the front. You're like, oh, of course, and banging mm. on the door. Yeah. That's right. And the neighbours. Drifted out from yep. their houses, yep. which you would really, of wouldn't you? Yes. And then yes. you'd have one. Yeah, you'll dial triple zero and just waiting to call, you know, press the green button. Therese, please! Oh, come on, Therese, please, will you open up? I just need to know that you're all right, Therese. He does not know when to quit. And Zara would be TikToking that moment. Yeah, you know, like, oh, something's kicking off in Ramsey Street. Let's stream Finally. this one. <laughs> Let's stream this bad boy yeah, she'd to be the fi- Thirst account. She'd be fine. Oh, the Thirst account. That's <laughs> definitely happened this week, didn't it? Um, she'd be um, looking up the old Leo video on TikTok. <laughs> Splicing yes. them. Yeah. Stitch. Stitch, stitch this. Stitch. <laughs> this. At this point, he's being almost abusive, Paul. Like, rightly so, the neighbours and his family are saying, she's told you to go away. She's told you to leave her alone. You actually need to leave her alone now. Like, go away. If you love her, give her space. Yes, <laughs> I will take that. But she had recently moved herself into his apartment when he was unwell. Yeah. Um, to look after him. And she's unwell. She's just recently had, you know, off the wagon episode and she had just gone home in a wedding dress to basically drink. So you're basically falling for Paul's um, excuse that I'm just checking that she's okay because she's got no one in there. I don't mean what. Excuse, I think he he wants to know she's okay. David dropped a bombshell without any thought about how this is going to affect Therese, who is a recovering alcoholic. He could, yeah, he should have called Susan, her sponsor. Now, what do we think? I want to move into my favourite part of the storyline, Ben. When Glenn, who had left a little note because he's holding a little candle for Therese, mm. but he's like, no, I slept with Shazcan and this didn't work out. And now I've made it weird with Therese, even though I'm living in her house. And so I'm just going to remove myself from the equation and leave a little goodbye note. But then the minute he gets wind that something is not okay with a voicemail from Paul, he comes straight back in like a cowboy. How was that shot when he walks in strutting down the back deck? You, f- you feel an errant kiss is looming, yes! don't you? Yes, yes, we you do. Just, you I mean, just do. feel that there's there's a moment on the couch or something where – They'll look into each other's eyes and there'll be a moment, yes. um, a moment he will perhaps hang on to and a moment perhaps she'll regret. We don't know. But, <laughs> um, yes, I feel that's coming because that sets up a, a wonderful battle between brothers, doesn't it? And she's done father and son. Why not do brother and brother? <laughs> Why not go the lateral move? <laughs> do, do you remember Glenn from back in the day? Yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, Jim's, yeah. Jim's love child. Yes, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. 
it would be interesting uh, Christmas dinners, or wouldn't it, um, round at the... Well, uh, look, Glenn can't get over the fact that Paul let him fall off Lassiter's roof in a terrible industrial accident, and then, actually, this might have been, like, the inspiration for Tycho's career, then he managed to give him a settlement that meant he couldn't sue Lassiter's. So... um, Non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. That's what it's all about. <laughs> it sounds like something Tycho would sort out, um, you know, with a wink and uh, off, you, off you go. Yeah. That'll, that'll, yeah, but you push, won't hear from him again. Push his wheelchair off into the distance. That's right. See that's you, right. You'll be right. That's right. <laughs> he got very stirring music when he walked in and the way that was shot, I just it was just very much the hero's welcome. You are shipping. Yes. Glorage too I'm much. Here. I'm, I'm here because I just, what else have we got going on? Nothing else. They're cancelling the show. Where am I going to get my joy? Yeah. I've got to dig for it. The thing is, though, what does Therese love in a man? Uh, well, oh, power. Brad Willis. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she loves to be, be the, the boss of the, the family. Oh, definitely, yes. Mm. Yeah, she does, but she she loves Paul's power. Yes. Yeah, Glenn has none of that. Glenn has no power. But that's none. see, she's she's gone, I've tried a man with a bit of get up and go. And it hasn't worked. Let's mm. go back to the old tried and true formula of a pathetic man. Yeah, someone down on his luck. Like a nice, warm, hot cup of tea and put the yeah. slippers on and, and yeah. that's Glenn rather than yeah. Yeah. a glass of Chardonnay and a night out. And they were playing Snap because that's her um, coping mechanism is to play cards right. when, she's trying, when she's trying to avoid the drink. Oh, so I feel like everything's anonymous wouldn't appreciate card games as a coping oh. strategy, would they? They can't. It's very hard for them to have group meetings. Try, try knitting to rage. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, I think it is a good strategy, but everything's anonymous, can't co-sign on it. Like, <laughs> But also when we cut to Paul, there's some beautiful montages. We cut to Paul and then my partner just said, they really should have had him playing solitaire. Oh. <laughs> Do we think Paul might get like a, a new girlfriend? <gasps> oh, Ring up Courtney. Yeah. No, Ooh. no, 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 no. Seriously, seriously. Who? Oh, win back Jane. We haven't seen Clive in a while. Oh, my God. Win back Jane. No. Jane has put so many full stops at the end of that. And he was really rude to her. I know, but she's all over the place now because she's being bullied by teenagers. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, she's, she's, she's absolutely ready to go, I think, for, a, for <laughs> yeah. a, a, have some sort of mental breakdown mm. and fall into Paul's arms. Mm-hmm. But he, you know. he could save her. Yes, yep. correct. Mm. correct. Because she, she's at the Robinson door, Willis door saying, leave Therese alone. She's mm. struggling. And he's like, shut up, Jane. No one asked you. And she's like, oh, God, no one likes me. <laughs> or or he's a cat amongst the pigeons. What if he um, rekindled something with Melanie? That that, that would really piss off Tony. Wow. No, wow. Because they got it on when she was his PA back in the day. Right. Wow. Got, I think okay. they both regretted it. But. Well, that's where we are with the Paul stuff. That really sustained my interest this week. Freya did not. I'm no. sorry to say. Oh, gosh. Well, okay, let's go to... Jane's plain Jane super brains bullies then. Yeah. So Chil- children. Yeah, children are making fun of her at school. I don't want to make light because it like power dynamic doesn't matter with bullying. Yeah, and it's awful. There's no one better at bullying than teenage girls. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> this is a walk in the park for them. Yeah. Jane's fragile. And you can tell that. It's it's the law of the jungle, really. She's a wounded dove on the floor of that classroom and those girls are like, here we go. And they're tossing <laughs> her around. And we love her. So Zara has got these two girls that are her friends, and I never remember their names. Uh, Aubrey Wodonka. Yeah. There we go. And um, they're they're a border town. (laughs) Who knows what's going on? So Zara's trying to be cool like them, 
and she's also a shitbag. She's a shitbag. She burnt down her mum's work up mm. in Cairns. Cairns, yeah. And Ben, did you work much with Jacinta Stapleton back in the old days? No. 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 The first time I did was when Tycho popped in oh. to sort out the um, airline uniform oh. dispute. Oh, of course. Yes. Um, God. So what that a dispute was, that was. That was, I think, the time that I popped into the Flamingo Bar. Of course. Um, but how's that for a lawsuit? Ripping off flight uniforms yeah. for a hotel. Yeah. What happened there? Because what happens a lot with um, Tim Collins is he'll rock in cause trouble, stir the pot, disappear, <laughs> and it all seems to get sorted out on a phone call. I'm never there. but People, the, are, set- people are settling. That, that's, yeah. that's right. And it's all just done. So I never know. I return and then it's, oh, it's happened and it's happened. Did it? Oh, right. Who knew Tim Collins, IP expert? <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, it's extraordinary. His talent is in the law. He, he uh, would have just da- dashed that off in the early years at uni. Mm, like, yeah. And I think she never paid your bill. And I think you came and did some bookkeeping at one scene <laughs> yes. too. And I really enjoyed that. <laughs> In those high cocktail tables. Yeah. So Zara is Amy's daughter. Mm. Amy's been FIFO, so never had a good handle on parenting. Yeah, she's a deadbeat mum. Yeah. And she's raised a shitbag. Mm. Shitbag. Probably a few. Oh, yeah, yeah, she's can't... got two kids we haven't seen yet. Oh, they'll be terrible they're, too. they're yeah. yet to pop in. They're probably but in a gang up north. I was concerned for playing Jane Superbrain because uh, the scene in the school where Zara and Aubrey and Wodonga are in the hallway. Um, and Jane literally says, the bell's gone, girls. It's time to come into class. Mm. Now, they maybe loiter for half a second and say something snide under their, under their um, breath, which well, I didn't think was that. And she lost the plot at that point. Mm. So I thought, wow, she actually really is... They've got her now. I mean, yeah, and you can't like pain is pain, and you can't take away someone's pain. But um, she's she has been a teacher for what yeah. 20, 30 years, decades. I feel like even as a mother, you would be able to yell at those girls and get them moving their asses on the spot. <laughs> let alone a teacher, which Kate, is like a mother to the level one hundred. You got a good. Give us your playground mum voice. Girls, the bell has gone. Go directly to your class. I'll yeah. say any any girls, including um, those or, three, Aubrey would Badonka. just be would be gone in exactly. an in, in, instant. I want, I want them to feel an icicle in their heart. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. CJ, what have they – they've pranked Miss Harris on yeah. behalf of Zara. So they've got a hold of her deep secret is that she filmed her daughter parenting or co-parenting. Um, because, yeah, Jane herself has raised a shitbag. She yeah. has. She knows the shitbags. So they've taped a camera to this bear and put it at yeah. the desk the first day. And then the next day they all hold their phones up, which, which is so intimidating. Mm. Um, I guess it's like being Justin Bieber and going out, just everyone holding their phone up at you. But <laughs> – um, it's quite flattering. Yeah, <laughs> see, that's. I think I would go viral at that point for having like the biggest meltdown in history on camera, mm-hmm. as in as, as a hard ass. Yeah, or, as a hard ass, yeah. I would. Yeah, you'd be like the cranky granny. Exactly, the I would Sheila been, equivalent. Yeah. So on that point that Ben was making, yeah, I just felt that their the cameras was a bit harsh. It reminded me of in Year Seven when we just decided as a class to every time a certain teacher turned around to write on the whiteboard, we would move our desks forward two centimetres. Oh, we did genius, that at my school. That's, genius that, stuff, That's a girl's yeah. school thing, Vaya, because yeah. we did that at my school to the Indonesian teacher. Because it's really low stakes, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. One girl didn't move her desk and she was the one who got into trouble. Because oh, <laughs> she looked like she was the one that did. Ah. Um, 
<laughs> There's a life lesson yeah. in that, isn't it? Follow the crowd. Whatever exactly. you do, just follow the crowd. My my favourite one is a girl runs into a classroom and says, Mrs. Bleep Bleep, it's snowing outside. Teacher runs outside to see the snow and then you lock them out. Firstly, you oh, should. that's cruel. Locks on the doors. I don't think Aaron's for high has got locks on the doors. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's had, look. The amount of disasters that have been there. No, they'd have to not have doors. No, yeah. saloon Rain. doors that just swing open. <laughs> yeah, But, yeah, like like I said, teenage girls are chef's kisses. In Actually, to this. that just reminded me of when Millsy got off his chemical terrorism, et cetera. They, did, they didn't get Tim Collins. They brought in Imogen Willis. Immy. Immy, oh. Immy came and defended Rob Mills when he did try to murder everybody. Would it be too much evil in one room mm. to have um, – Tim Collins and um, Evil Millsy working together. Is that is that yeah. why you think? I think maybe they thought it was a step too far for yeah. Tycho. They would have been like, oh, no, this is irredeemable. He's defending <laughs> oh, yeah. him. Yeah, He's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. Plus, Immy's in the wheelhouse right. of Tim Collins right. as well. So I like that. I think she would respect. Yeah. Yeah. Tim she work. probably did some work experience. Yeah. Inter- she would have interned. Yeah. So another important part of it is the first time Jane goes to Susan. Susan's like, look, they're teenagers like you're gonna have to you're a teacher and mm. these are children right. so you're gonna have to <laughs> and has she not discovered this in the last you know 25 years of teaching yeah and also if you are going to be fragile like this and like I said I, I feel for her but if you are going to be fragile like with your personal information you need to go and work at a school a town over yeah Eden Hills grandma yeah they're not going to hire her let's be honest yeah <laughs> but like she, surely she's had chairs thrown at her and stuff this yeah this cannot be the height of bullying for Jane. No. Although I'm thinking back, like I don't think she slept with a student, which is odd for the teachers there. That Has takes me okay? back to, no, 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 that's like Libby's domain and um, I mean, Caitlin she... Stacey's teacher. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and Millsy with Zancan a little. A little bit, yeah. yeah. So Zara is accused of this and accused of um, being the leader of the bullying, the snide comments. Which she, she gets the profile. Home. She gets home and Susan and Toadie are there to support her mum in punishing her. But Susan gets bulldozed. I think this girl is too far gone. Susan has informed me that you have been causing trouble in Miss Harris's class. It was one comment. It's not a crime. It was insolent. I don't know what that means. It means you've been disrespectful. You're grounded. And you've earned a week's detention. What you're doing to Miss Harris, it's bullying. The three of you are ganging up on me over something I didn't even do. You're the bullies. If Susan Kennedy can't get her to smarten up. Well, and also, I mean, there's what's – Toadie is, is really pushing hard against Zara in a, in, a, mm. in a big way. He's got no time for her shenanigans at no. the moment. He doesn't even like her. Like, he doesn't – Doesn't not, feel like it, does it? Yeah. Not even just the benefit of the doubt of this is my friend's kid. Mm. Like, I, I should at least tolerate her. But, but no, he, zero tolerance. But he's tolerated her to the point where he's like, okay, come, you can come and live in my house. And but so you can't watch whatever show you want. So, oh, you can't watch um, Love Capsule. <laughs> up late. It was Love Capsule up late. Uh, are, we, are we across Love Capsule? Because that's frightening, just the title. But, um, I mean, I, I do want to watch it if we can get So can what do we think the it. format is? It is, is it Bachelor slash? No, I reckon Love Islands, okay. I reckon. And I don't think seven-year-old Nell should be watching it. I'm, I'm team Toady on this. I'm like, who cares if Zara's watching it? She but, wasn't home. But they're in a, what, a, a, a capsule? Like by definition, it's sort of a rounded sort of sort like, of like um the the something. big wheel, the sky wheel. Yeah, you can't get in, you can't get out. Can't get in, just there, filmed. <laughs> you just got to circle Docklands until the end of the episode, until someone passes give me, somebody. Give me a look at that. I want to see that. 
See, it does sound great. Mm. Can't blame her for watching <laughs> yeah. it, but yeah, not but in like front Susan, of little Nelly. Susan no. and Carl watch it. Like everyone watches it. Oh wow! Yeah. All, all, all right. Um, I think it was Susan and Hendrix that bonded over wanting to watch Love Capsule. Beautiful Hendrix. <laughs> he's being oh, no. He's being um. It's it's being people like it's terrible. Imagine put what's happening to Hendrix with people taking photos of him without his consent and putting them on the internet for their thirst trap, thirst account, thirst account. Which we know there's other words for that, and it starts with S B. Oh, oh yes, it's in our previous episode, which I haven't edited yet, but exists. Yep. Kate yep. already made crowned those accolades. Yep. The listeners will yep. know then. Yeah, and. That's terrible. If we put it in, if, if we reversed it and it was Zara in the account, that would be awful. Well, it's a terrible idea for a social media account, Putting taking photos of someone yeah, without their knowledge. It's awful. It doesn't sound like good content at all. Yes. Well. So, yeah, Aubrey Wodonga have the horn for Hendrix mm. and they're encouraging Zara to pursue a relationship with him and she's all like, yeah, well, he already really likes me, okay? And it's like, um, no, you both have cafe shifts at the same time and he's not awful to you. And his girlfriend lives in the same house as you. Yes, and there was a comment by, um, I can't remember who it was actually, about um, his girlfriend, uh, Andrix and his girlfriend, and the fact that they wouldn't have got much sleep, which oh, I thought yeah. was, uh, that yeah, was, it's a bit, was racy. a bit saucy, wasn't it, for, uh, <laughs> and for then, the time slot. And then no yeah. one knew where to look. Like, no, Tony no, and everyone. Was, uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Was Melanie in that scene? Because I feel like she would have just, like, the, the awkwardness would have just gone straight over her head and she just would have been Yeah, like, no, she wouldn't. Really? She would have been what were you fine. up to? <laughs> She's friends with Mackenzie too. Yeah. So she'd be like, whatever, guys. Um, but I do enjoy this sister-wife mentality that is quite true to life in terms of teenage girls all globbing onto the same crush and then happy for whoever lands that whale. Like, mm-hmm. we don't care which one of us brings home this prize as long as it's within our circle. And how weird would it be? If Zara was actually dating him, that they're taking photos of him. Yeah, she's and she's not opposed to it. Yeah. Ooh, just, yeah, no, that's yeah, no good. openly, very yeah. weird. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that but, should be their first clue that something's awry. Yeah. Is that she's okay with their thirst account for her quote unquote boyfriend? Yeah. She she should be like, look, shut it down now. Um, I'm going to take this to Instagram. Yeah, he's bought me a pendant. And well, see, Mackenzie's gotten Jack of living with um, Zara. She's gotten Jack of a few things. She's got better things to do. She's going to be a lawyer, Ben. Oh, is she? She's mm-hmm. studying law and she's uh, she works part time at Rebecca Law, which is mm. the first well, mistake. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, I think she's going to do environmental law, so I'm not quite sure you'll t- cross paths. No, uh, that's nothing. Or maybe I, opposing. I could. Oh, um, we may well meet on other opposite sides yeah, of yeah. the when uh, courtroom. When you're but, defending BP. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. My friends at BP. <laughs> And so Mackenzie's basically forced herself upon Chloe as a housemate. She did. And I saw the UK tweeting first, like, amazing, Mackenzie and Chloe are going to live together. What a fun house. And I thought, oh, that's delightful. Is it really going to be fun? Well, Mackenzie likes to go out clubbing, we are told. Mackenzie likes to listen to podcasts while reading a book on the couch. What a wonderful time. That is. That's multitasking. What a wonderful time you you are all having. (laughs) But I thought, how sweet of Chloe she's going to offer Mackenzie this room. But she doesn't. She just... In the middle of the cul-de-sac. Mm, has that, to w- that was awkward silence, yeah. wasn't it? I don't think I can hack them for much longer. Maybe I don't have to. Um, are you still living alone? I was looking at that thinking this is where if you don't want something to happen, you need to fill that gap of air very quickly. 
her and you could see it a mile away she was about to ask because she got the thinking time and the thinking music and it was all happening going, oh, no, she's going to ask, she's going to want to move in. If you don't want to do it, you've got to stop it now. Stop it now, stop it. Too late. Bang, she's yeah. moved in. Because she's rich and she's got an empty house. So. She could have said, well, look, you could talk to Clive about moving into his caravan in my driveway. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great idea. <laughs> and then just go, Clive, no, okay? <laughs> then Mackenzie just ploughed through like, mm. can I go see the room? Well, he's like, I want to go for a jog, but okay. Well, I, I, I'd imagine these rooms don't just sit perfectly anyway. I mean, I mean, it's going to be filled with junk, isn't it, just in general? That's what you do with a spare room sitting well, at the... Well, her ex was a billionaire, so he probably outsourced oh, all the packers. Right. Like, Oh, and her ex is Hendrix's dad. Ah, right. There you go. Yeah, ba- Ooh, bachelor, okay, t- bachelor Tim. Right. Yeah. So, this scam that Zara pulls Mackenzie baffled was, me. Mackenzie was feeling down, so Hendrix decides he's going to do something to cheer her up. And what's that? Well, the teenagers tell him to get jewellery. Like, mm. like he's never had a relationship before and doesn't know how to mm. woo his partner. So Mackenzie's moved to Chloe's in one half a day with her arm in a sling. No one helped her pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Broken arm, c- courtesy of the Flamingo Bar. And By the way, well done, Neighbours, on maintaining that broken arm because not, like on, by Neighbours stand, like, stand, like she should already be like using that arm for her new career as like an arm model. For a minute, I thought she'd rebroken it. Yeah, because it had been so long. I'm like, this should be healed. Yeah, because it does take like six to eight weeks. Yes, but not on neighbours normally. So somehow he's like, I'm going to get jewellery. I'm going to get it couriered over today, Mm. and it's going to be engraved. It's all happening today while I'm making souffles in Harold's. Um, I don't think I'd order a souffle at Harold's. Oh my god, no! no. From Hendrix, cheese toasty, and maybe some bacon and eggs at the most. No, Hendrix is doing some experiment. Deconstructed yeah. taco. Oh, no, I reckon those muffins have been sitting there been for, sitting a there for a while, <laughs> yeah, quite yeah. a while. Yeah. You're always dodgy when you know that in, in any bakery or shop and they say, oh, you're getting a muffin or something, and they say, would you like us to heat that up? Uh. <laughs> uh, that's just to make that soft while I walk out the door, isn't it? Because it's going to be pretty rank in five minutes' time. I wish they'd drop a bit of that in Harold's. Do you want me to heat that up for you? Mm. But like just as a nod. To- well, they, I mean, obviously they had their iconic deconstructed taco on the menu for many, many years. And also for many years, the teenagers used to go in and order a coconut slice. That did the rounds for a while. That'd be all right. Which is probably very dense and... Would... It's old school. Yeah, yeah, they they can sit, I reckon. Mm. You'd get them in on a Monday and they'd still be sitting there probably on the Friday. Absolutely fine. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. look, I've never same-day ordered an item. I did. Oh, yeah, And jewellery. What was in it? In pandemic, I bought um, earrings for my friend's 40th. And she lives in the city, so it was, like, super easy. But I just, like, I ordered it went, oh, it's someone's birthday today and ordered it online and, like, and a little tracker showed me where and, it was going. And did you get Dougie the pizza boy to deliver it, like, this jewellery shop? Did, <laughs> did they slap, it, slap an envelope on the counter and just POQ? I don't know because she has a butler. <laughs> <laughs> you s- the, look, the Queen's 95, okay, she's not 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. But I've got a picture here of the said necklace. Mm. Oh, which, oh my God, that word triggers the UK listeners. Necklace, necklace. I don't even understand. No, I don't. I, yeah. What? We'll just go with how Ben says it. How do you say that word? Necklace. Done. That's the. That's is, how we is say that it. Is that going to trigger? I don't know. No, I think they're, that's they're, correct. They're triggered by one pronunciation of it and yeah. I can never work out which one. On one side, it had said initially M mm. for Mackenzie and on the other side, love you, H. Oh. And then... Zara goes on a very long coffee break and comes back and now it says Z where it used to say M. I wondered about that. Is that is that what happened? I think so. We're, we're led to believe that she's gone, 
back to an engraver and they've like sanded it down and then put a Z on it? I feel like a Z with a cross stroke on it would be very confusing to like a 15-year-old girl. So she's like, this is not a Z. That's not how I write my name. No, that's <laughs> like, I don't even know what that is. Also, so I feel like this flew past me this week without me understanding. So has Hendrix seen the Z? No, he thinks that the career just didn't come. Yeah, yeah. So I've, Which, I've, again, with tracking – they should have said we delivered it. Mm. You would have got a text message saying your delivery is complete. Zara's got it. Well, he did actually. He's getting another one, though, very understanding, apparently. Yeah. So he's getting another one. So he didn't shell out. They for said, it. oh, we're sorry about that. We've had issues with the courier service before. Mm. Oh. And we'll get you a, another one. Zamels were like, don't worry about them. We've got 50 more of them out back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we've got we've, the M's are ready to yeah. go. <laughs> so she, her friends, the mean girls don't believe her that she snagged this. White whale, so she's now like. Imagine if you were dating a billionaire's son, even if he was yeah. poor, you'd still be pretty impressed by it. There's, there's money down the line somewhere. Yeah, yeah. you could play the long game. So she's sending snapshots of this necklace to the girls and like, oh, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, and they're just like, okay, sure, if you say so. And the proof is in the pudding. But she could have just taken a photo of the pendant and photoshopped a Z onto it. Yeah, or she could just. Yeah. Or not just not involve jewellery. <laughs> yeah, just not involve jewellery. But she said, when, I'm not going to like put it on because like we're still keeping it on the down low. Um, on the DL. On the DL, which, I mean, I was in secret relationships when I was, when I was a teenager and it sounds pretty legitimate. <laughs> but oh. Aubrey Wadonka, though, you would think at least the cop's daughter would say, this doesn't feel right that like – 19-year-old Hendrix is dating a 15-year-old schoolgirl. No, like, yeah. Surely yeah, her cop dad would have given her some strange Yeah, danger. the Sarge would be very disappointed in yeah. Wodonga. He'd be like, "Han, yeah. look, you've got to be following the trail. Oh, that could be the undoing, actually, because... When, when he gets on the sex offender registry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, my pet. Um, oh, God, that's, that's upsetting. <laughs> but, um, it's okay, it's Aaron's replace. I mean, of all the people on the street, surely it should be Ned anyway. <laughs> Tyler. Should be Ned. Yeah. Let, leave Ned alone. Um... <laughs> Because she is going to go home and say that she wants to date someone older and say, Zara's dating blah, It's all blah. the rage now, Dad. Yeah. We're all doing it. <laughs> yeah, because that's the way people speak to their dad. Yeah, they right. forget that they're a cop and it's illegal. Yeah, um, Stabler's kids all the time would say stuff like that to him on Law and Order. And he'd exactly. be like, um, sex crimes. Yeah, and from all we know about this police officer, he's quite competent. Yeah, he's, he's hung around in his yeah. job. That's the first clue. Yeah. So, all right, that's going to blow up at some point. Now, a couple of things. One of the things we can talk about when Ben goes for Patreon only. I haven't decided which thing yet. Uh, it'll be Phyla, I reckon. Phyla, yeah, Phyla. great. Leo and Phyla. Leo wants to get giving his baby away. Phyla is fake Isla. Yeah. Oh. That's, yeah. Because wow. we had the baby swap and, yep. yeah, it was confusing as to who was who. Then they swapped the actresses playing the, oh, the character. So that's like nightmare. all in my mind. <laughs> anyway, so I can't start it again. Briefly while we're with the Greenwoods, CJ, can you talk me through this new piece of brand enthusiasm we have in the complex? Okay. So Amy's going to start a mocktail van basically. But also cocktails as well. Mm. I don't know if there was alcohol in them. Not a, maybe because she opened at 10 a.m. or something. The, the liquor license for a food van selling alcohol would be a nightmare. Yeah. And I don't think she's up to doing the admin on that. There right? was a scene, I think. Well, there was a moment where one of the – I can't remember who it was – was about to sip uh, one of the cocktail, mocktail creations mm. and someone – and I have a feeling it was um, Toadie – looked very disapprovingly and took it out of their hands. Zara, because she's underage. There you go. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, okay. Went to have a shot. Yeah. Although it would be good to mellow her out a bit. 
Um, I mentioned in the previous pod they, they had, had an air of boost juice about it. And then they, she started naming the drinks like they do on boost juice, like the mango fandango. Yeah. Now, I haven't heard last week's pod, mm. but you're telling me that Kate liked this fan. I liked the art on it because it was so Ned, right? Mm. He's, he's a man of many, well, many jobs. I wouldn't say many skills. Yeah. But his main actual talent is painting portraits. And he did the Sonia Rebecca um, uh, mural outside <gasps> oh, the community centre. Right. And this Tycho would take a long leisurely walk for his coffee yeah. past that mural. He has lingered a little bit too long. <laughs> Just past on his way to the Callistaman memorial tree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he's he's done this picture of Amy in the same style. And I'm like, well, good on you, Ned. Stick with it. Look, I love the van. I think the business idea stinks. Yeah. But, Kate, well, so you mentioned during the week you texted me about the signage that Amy had put up in that van. Yes. To add a touch of class to this juice van, she's popped one of those um, LED open signs on it. Oh. because you Ones you would see at the front of what business typically? Um, massage parlours. Yeah. Dodgy massage parlours. <laughs> yeah. They're the sign for it, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, if, That's if, how you apparently, know. apparently if it's flashing, then you know it's more than just massages. Right. There. Okay. Anyway. Sorry, I'm just jotting that down. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would have thought a food truck having its window open would be kind of, you know, make it obvious enough that the business was open. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. Are you open? Well, standing here. Yeah. And it's open, so... (laughs) Yeah, yeah but uh, it's only 10 a.m., so I can't serve you alcohol. Mm. You're going to have to wait or another, around another hour. Yeah, or just bring your own little hip flask and pour it in the <laughs> – yeah. I... Do you want shiatsu or gentle? <laughs> <laughs> I would have really liked it if it was like a hipster van. So down the road from my house, actually, somebody owns a, a van and it's, oh, it's something called when life gives you lemons and the whole thing's yellow. Beautiful. I mean, that's perfect. Mm. I don't know. I, di- I was disappointed by the artwork on the that The Drink Steva is not w- wowing me as a name. No. Or d- put it in the Flamingo Neon Diva. Like and they gave something- her the – Therese gave her the Flamingo le- Neon sign mm-hmm. and then they like, we'll put it at the back. I'm like, no, put it on the van. Yeah. Unless you – The pe- Flamingo, you know, yes. moving. Flamingo go. Yes. There we go. You branded it already. I just – I was saying this to Vaya last week. I think she should have just had like a cheese toasty van. Mm. I, th- I feel like she would have actually had customers drive mm. around to different like workplaces, toasties, bang for lunch, done. W- would that cut into Harold's business? Look, to be honest, we've got Harold's, we've yeah. got Grease Monkeys, we've yeah. got the tram, the 82. Uh, There's a lot of – The waterhole. Oh, the waterhole. The There's water already hole. four Yeah, And for a while, for a while, Gary Canning had a coffee hut. I'm like, what? what? No, he didn't. Yeah. We don't need this. Yeah. But to round off the drinks van, the whole purpose of it – was that she was going to reconnect with her daughter and they were going to run it together and design it together and it's serving alcohol and she's going to have her tearaway kid just pulling beers yeah. in the van. Probably not a wise choice. But she's not made that many in regard to Zara. Ned's not there at the opening of this juice oh, drinks yeah. van. Did you know Ned, Amy and Levi were in a thruple? Oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you miss the polyamory? Oh, no, I didn't see we, that. We had a polyamory story wow. on Neighbours recently. Yeah. They were miserable. Yeah. They could never figure out their Google Calendar sync. <laughs> they they did all end up sleeping together once or twice. Yeah, once. Mm-hmm. And now they've all all just separated well, from one another. Firstly, they all got crabs. 
right? No, it was bed no, bath. No, literally. Was... I'm not joking. No, no, no. Kate, <laughs> That's not true. It, it's it not it true. true. They, they got crabs. They thought they had crabs, but it was actually bed bugs from Lassiter's. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> I know you've, you've got, you've no doubt gone through this, but how, what, how did they um, broach that okay, topic? Okay, so... The thruple. So, so mm. we've got Amy. She's got her two boyfriends, Ned and Levi. Yep. Levi just wasn't really feeling the situation. He wanted kind of more of a monogamous relationship, and he decided sure. to look outside the thruple mm-hmm. and found what was her name? Felicity. Felicity. Mm-hmm. And they went off and had a tryst at Lassiter's. Then he came back with an itch, and they oh. kept saying, "He's itchy downstairs. <laughs> He's got an itch." Down, down there. Down there. And right. then they never okay. specified what it was until Joel Creasy's character, when they had a fancy dress occasion, what did he dress up as? As a giant crab. Yeah. But meanwhile, Carl's running around the precinct with pamphlets, just handing them out to people. Because even Sheila got it. Sheila had an itch downstairs. But then it was found out that Levi had picked up. Don't worry, guys. All it was was bed bugs at Lassiter's. Yeah. That's all it was. Like, like that's meant to be better. That Lassiter's it's far worse. That is actually that is far worse. I, 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 I'm assuming they're five star ladders. Yeah. Lassiter's. Oh, I haven't gone. You know, long no, gone. No, no, that like, fifth they're, star. They're, they're three, bordering on two and a half. Yeah. Oh now, right, yeah. right. Oh, I've always enjoyed my stay there. Um, well, I think they probably roll out the red carpet for put, Tim Collins. Yeah. The um, yes, I would have thought that bed bugs would be would be worse um, as far as a, especially for the hotel. Now, accommodation gets us to the reason Ned's not at the juice van opening is he has gone to Benella mm. because the storyline that, look, it doesn't wow any of us. Ben, how does it sit with you? This mysterious woman has blown into town mm. and she's taken Levi for a ride. Mm. Um, I'm actually intrigued by Gareth. I've got to say, I, I, don't, I, don't confuse him with Gaz Can, no, Gary Canning, the pigeon. No, 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 no. I've got, I've got him I, because when when someone declares their love for for someone on any sort of show, you're looking for a strong name that's going to be, you know, <laughs> Brick or or something like that. Where you go, oh, I can't wait to meet this guy. Like when, yeah, something like that. Just, or, just or like when Roxy had Vance. Oh, Vance. Oh, Vance. Well, yeah, I mean that it just brings you. Oh, it's, oh, I can't wait to meet Vance. This is going to be fantastic. Um, not so much with 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 Gareth. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think I've met a Gareth under 65, yeah. to no. be honest. No. So, well, maybe this is the thing. Maybe they're exploring. I mean, it takes all kinds. I I had a crush on a Gareth in high school. Was he 65? Was he my year level? He was the janitor. He was in your yeah, year yeah, level. I know this Gareth. Yes. <laughs> he had very kind of feline Yeah, he's features. a doctor now, by the way. No. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And an MCC member. <laughs> Oh, okay. These are you the only two facts you, I know about. You can't, you can't win them all. <laughs> yeah, he was very attractive. Anyway. Yep. Um, he had a twin too. What? Yeah. Oh, oh. girl. Girl, 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 girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, we're back. Um, Freya. Yes, mm. she. this is unearthed this week, this Gareth detail, because she's been going out with going out with Levi. Mm. And then we don't need a trip to Benella to find out that there's another person in the mix because in the end, Facebook turned up the information. Facebook is what told Roxy and co that Freya has a boyfriend and they're trying to ring this information through to Levi on his very swanky cafe brunch, bottomless brunch date. Oh, that was um, – they've really opened up the Neighbours universe. Mm. It's quite I, impressive lately. He's just I, um, like a banala. Un- unfortunately, they've they've copped a rainy day in Frankston so they're just <laughs> standing under a fridge – under a bridge – they really, went scene, to, they really went to Frankston mm, for that, though. I looked it up that, yeah. and um, Vanilla was actually Heelsville. 
Because right. I was like, if you're going all the way to Benalla, oh. surely you go another 20 minutes down the road to the Ned Kelly Museum. Which Ben Hall was repping because he was wearing a T-shirt that said Ben Hall. Which I was going to say, yeah, Ben Hall. Which, which is another, which is a bush ranger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but the cafe, I looked it up. It's in Mount Waverley because oh. I was like, that looks like it could be Collingwood or something. And they've gone, he has gone really swank. Yeah. Ben, how does that talk us through? I've talked a bit about locations because they have opened up the world a lot. How is a location shoot different in terms of budget? I was sort of talking a bit like how they have to feed people on a location shoot. Yep. It's unpredictable. Like it could be raining in Frankston. How does that play in a work day? Uh, typically longer and get less shot. Because um, you, yeah, you obviously don't have the issue with the planes or the squawking crows or, or whatever you might have, the rain. Uh, so you don't have interruptions, um, or you have interruptions, you know, relative to being um, in studio. And that's that's the main sort of thing. There's no time for uh, rehearsal or anything sort of like that. You sort of come straight into it and you push through. You know, really, as as, as you know, it's quite a fast turnover. Um, so they push through as quick as they can in order to mitigate any sort of, you know, issues that might arrive with weather mm. or um, noises or or anything like that. And of course, you're wearing you know mics and all of that sort of stuff, yeah. whereas studio booms and and so yeah, there's a lot more that can go mm. wrong essentially. So we're in quote unquote Benalla. Roxy wants to go and find information on Freya Wozniak. And she does this via the classic tried and true neighbours method of going to the place and looking inside and behind all the landmarks of that place. You would you would think that Freya Wozniak would be a very Googleable name. Yes, mm. unlike uh, Ben Anderson, just, mm. <laughs> few of them floating around, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> or Tim Collins for that matter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes, that's right. Yeah, Tim Collins doesn't want to be pinpointed. He doesn't want to Google <laughs> no, whack. No. Know. So the Scooby Gang. Mm. CJ, how did you find their little excursion? So Ned gets sent off to the bowls club mm. because the old guys might know something, <laughs> and I, I enjoyed that. But you took because who hangs out at a bowls club? My husband. Yeah. <laughs> he's, I he, guess now he's an old guy, but he wasn't when he started. Does he know things? I'm sure he does. Yeah, yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah. Actually, we're in the community, yeah, it does have a bit of information there. So and where does um oh um, Roxy's off to the footy club because yeah, she's yeah. With the boys, she dolls right? herself up. She, she's from the top end and she knows where to find out info. And I would have liked it if she said, "I'm going to go down to the footy club and maybe speak to the netty girls." I would have liked that if she also spoke to the net because the netball team would know everything. Yeah. Oh yeah, they, they know oh, Freya. Yeah, I went to primary school with her, but she moved away like in like grade two. She was a really good goal attack though. But you know what? But instead, where do they find out the intel? Oh, from. The- Miss Fisher's crony in the 1920s with his newsboy cap and his revolving stand of postcards and his horse and cart probably a few metres away. Yeah. What was that guy's situation? He's like, he's like oh, the Wozniaks? Yeah, they, they used to live next door to me grandparents. And they've got a granddaughter named Freya. And how insulting that So Ned's like an artist and they mention the silo art and instead of going to look at silos, he goes to look at a postcard stand with pictures of the silos. <laughs> That's grim. That's classic him, though. I yeah. Think, yeah. He'd be like, look at these silos on this thing. <laughs> look a bit small. But what it, are these pipe things? It turns out, though, Wozniaks, they're in a chuka. You think that that would be really easy to search for. But also, why couldn't they just go to Hillsville or a chuka? Well, you know? I imagine I imagine it was written first as Benella, and then later they had to go location scouting. Yeah. And then they're like, we've got Hillsville, guys. Right. It is beautiful. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, it's lovely. I mean, it's a shame it wasn't Aubrey or Wodonga. No, it is a shame. <laughs> that's but that's what isn't that where Harlow's 
father goes to prison? Oh, he's in, he's in um, the Supermax <laughs> yeah. in Albury. So uh, Harley should have said, look, I'll come with you on your little scavenger hunt, but I'm going to go see Dad. Yeah. But ultimately Freya has a boyfriend who's missing. Yeah, mm. and it's not he's not connected in any way to the street. We thought he was going to be part of, as CJ called them, the Milky Bar Kids gang. Yeah. Like anyway, Mitch, I think Mitch I, and Nelson. I feel we've made this storyline more interesting than it yeah. actually is. Oh. He's got no connection to the street. He wore a scarf that Ned for a while wore. I really want Christy Whelan Brown. Like I, I need it to be involved in her somehow. So, something. A proper villain. Yeah, a proper villain. Freya, no. Anyway, and all we get, the reason also, I don't know, Frankston. I don't know why people are in Frankston. I don't have anything else to no, say. No, but I feel it's the first time they've actually visited Frankston in person. Mm. Which it's been referenced for so many years because it's where the Canning clan are from. Right. I thought they would at and least they're always nipping off to Frangers yeah. or talking about how it's hard to get down there because it's so far away, i.e. like forty minutes down East Link from Erinsborough. Yeah, they went down and they returned pretty quickly because Roxy rang mm. and said it's time to come home. Cause um Sheila was gonna get on a flight the next day and we'll probably pick up that thread next week. Yeah. But she's gotta go see Naomi. But Frankston, like, I thought they would at least take us to what's that nightclub? Twenty first, twenty first century yeah. dance club. Oh, yes. yes. Did you ever go there? With a revolving, uh, <laughs> revolving dance floor. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Yeah, all right. That needs more airtime on <laughs> neighbours. I, I feel we should have seen them just eating some dimmies on the pier or something oh, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think that feels frank. I, I, I felt their pain watching that scene. Um, I do, I do enjoy those two watching them together. They've got quite a good um, on screen. Chemistry. Sort of chemistry, yeah, Levi Kyle. and uh, Kyle. Yeah, yeah cool. I think that's great. But um, when I saw that scene, the rain was obviously had not let up all day and they've just gone, oh, bugger it, just shoot under the bridge. It'll do. <laughs> just, just do it. The one, the one day in a decade they've wanted, decided to go to Frankston mm. and it's this day. Um, so that's the cliffhanger, but we don't, we're not invested enough in Freya to care because <laughs> Levi's like, all my relationships are shit. You know, there was B, and then there was the Thrupple, and then there was Felicity, who gave me pretend crabs, and now Freya. It's like, Levi, just work on you for a while, yeah. wouldn't you? Learn to love yourself, Levi. Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's the advice that he needs. You know, I got advice this week from a psychologist that you can't fix someone if you're broken. Oh, and oh. yeah. Levi. Yeah, you can't Fake. love someone if you're not. Yeah. Loving yourself. Well, Kyle gave him a piece of advice. I think he said something along the lines of they're all learning moments in your life. <laughs> it's all necessary for you to go through this in order to wow. to know about yourself or learn about yourself. Wow. Something I'm paraphrasing horribly. It's probably so something deep for it, coil. It, it was yeah. it was I thought to myself, that's actually not too bad. It's it's yeah. coil via ty- it's coil via Tyco. Well, so it's had a glow up in the <laughs> in the translation. Coil is a reformed shit bag, of course, as right. well. So, yeah. you know, he's he's reflected upon his high school career and said, you know what, I'm gonna be a better person these days. So And so he's passing what he's learnt mm. through being a shit bag, yeah. um, passing it on to Levi. Also yeah. he's just had cancer and got married. So mm. like that's a lot of life stuff that's happened to yeah. him in the last few months. So yeah. like, I just want to sit under a pier and think. Yeah. And mm. reflect. Where are my dim sims? Yeah. Okay. At this point, at this juncture, we do a little ritual and it is to crown citizen or citizen of this week. And we can you can choose who wowed you or disappointed you in terms of their storylines, and if anyone has one, they may start proceedings. Oh, before we start, we're going to fast forward to Patreon, patreon.com slash neighbourspod, where Kate and I will discuss Leo trying to give up his child. Again. Again? I thought we – anyway, we'll, we'll take it over there. Citizen or citizen of the week? Does anyone have one? Oh, touching on Leo, 
I'm going to say Shittison, the Leo, for trying to hand over his child in the same sort of calculated way you do when you're picking childcare. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like not forever, just for that day. Like he's just sort of like, okay, well, I'll go to this place around the corner because that's on my way to work. Like that's how he's trying to pick the lifelong guardian of his child. I guess my brother's here and he can do it. Yeah, Yeah. he can do it. He's done it before when he stole them. Don't have to plug his number into my phone. I've already got it. Easy. He's, but he's not planning on calling for a catch-up no, either. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to award Citizen of the Week, look at my grin, to Glenn. Oh, oh. <laughs> you, she's, she's, yeah, no. It's what? tragic. What is this does, judgment? Does Glenn always get your Citizen no. of the Week? No, no it's, otherwise it's, it's Ned. Ned. <laughs> but, um, but, Bayon was too young to watch E Street, and I just can't separate Glenn from bad boy Sonny yeah, Bennett yeah. on E Street because he scared yeah. the crap out of me as yeah. a kid. Oh, did he? Yes. Oh, the leather? No, okay. No, just recently. I don't know what it is. I'm just, it's my vibe. It's because he kind of looks a lot like Paul there, and you've been no, very anti Paul over the years. I am the anti. I, oh, this, this is some sort of Freudian problem. No, it's the yeah. anti Paul. He's bizarro world Paul. He only wants people to look after themselves and be good. He stole Teresa's engagement ring off her passed out because fingers. Because she wanted, he wanted to protect her from Paul. He didn't know that she was married to Paul when he stole the ring. He's just a thief. Oh, no, he didn't. <laughs> he just stole some woman's ring. No, he would have known. Passed out on a beach. He would have known who she. He's a predator, Vaya. <laughs> well, he put it in his pocket while he was now, escorting her home. She was. She'd had a fall from grace. He was escorting her home. He didn't have time to get it valued. Oh, he like, saw could, that diamond and valued it he, himself. It could have been from the same same day delivery place that Hendrix got his <laughs> necklace from. Zarconia. <sighs> All right, I've got a citizen. Anyway, the citizen is because he dropped everything. He was gonna. Gallivant off into the wind, and he's like, "No, no, no! I'll come back. Pay, I've paid rent till the end of the month, and I'll come yeah. back and sort out this gorgeous lady and play Uno with them." Mm. Yeah, Wild card, Kate. I have got a citizen, and it is Miss Roxy Willis. Ah, uh, well, Miss Marple, Roxy Willis, for hauling us with her band of mates off to Benalla to track down what. Evil Frey is up to. That's commitment but, to your husband's cousin. But, Kate, you could have done it in half a day on Google and Look, Facebook. We've seen worse manhunts on neighbours. Like Paris. Um, Aaron went off to Paris to find someone. Anyway. A door. A neighbours fan searched for half an hour on Google Street View and found this door. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Instead, fly to That's Paris brilliant. and walk around for half a day. <laughs> Ben, do you have a citizen or a citizen of this week? Oh, look, I'm going a bit left of centre here. Oh, yes, it's, yes. Not, it's not actually uh, – it's an inanimate object that really um, <laughs> piqued my interest and so I'm, I'm elevating it to star status and that is Paul's robe. Um, <laughs> nice. Because yeah. I, I thought the paisley shiny robe was absolutely spot on. I loved it. It's, I loved, loved the scene. It's like a smoking jacket. Yes, it is. Yeah. It and, is. And paired with his scruffy hair mm. in his in his low ebb that he hasn't mm. flattened down. And it's getting salt and pepper these days, mm. so he's he's really turning into that silver fox. So the <gasps> the um the the jacket was the the robe was uh, I I loved it. I yeah he did he needed a cigar and a mm. and a whiskey by his side exactly. there. I wonder what a silver fox that has curly hair is. Is it like a husky? Paul's usually CJ. This is just a thirst podcast. It's a thirst account. We've all been with Donga and Bloody Yachuka. This, this podcast is a thirst account. Um, one more thing. Ben, what what are you up to at the moment? Um, well, at the moment, 
very good question on teaching at the moment. I haven't um, been too busy um, acting wise at the moment, and I am I'm teaching, so that's why I, I was looking at Jane's reaction to oh. the, the the students wondering, thinking they responded quite well. Really, they got in because been situations where they they don't respond to how would you handle it in the classroom if you turned around and they were all pointing their phones at you as a prank um is that a serious question yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i would walk out because, <gasps> yeah, good point because yeah. because nothing good happens at that yeah. at that point until their phones are down and before the phones when they're just doing teddy snide comments how do you can you give me your teacher stern kate did her mum playground voice <laughs> Oh, well, just say they're loitering when the yeah, bell's loitering. gone. Yeah, loitering. How do you, like, move people on? All right, everyone, let's go. It's time to go in. Yes. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, I felt that uh, bit of icicle in my heart then. Oh, that's I'm in right. trouble. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And and, and it's a, there's a fine line. I mean, you can't you can't just um, throw it out at any old time. So, no. yeah, I, I, th- I think that phone thing, I don't know whether it's that's the right thing to do, but once you're on, once you have a reaction... And I felt sorry for her because yeah, she's yeah. she's now that's that's not going anywhere. That's kept forever, no. and yeah, and poor Jane will filmed. forever be that. Yeah, yeah, she'll oh. forever be that pathetic. And, yeah. and we didn't mention it, but she had the panic attack that, of course, reveals that Freya. And this is actually gave me the irrits. They revealed that Freya is a nurse because mm. she acted so quickly, which is essentially Nicolette's entry. But she she mm. is already. Like more competent than just about anybody in Erinsborough Hospital. But, I, I would please get but, her a job there. But my kingdom for a female doctor at that hospital, because it, it's all the men she are doctors and psychiatrists. Yeah, and, and and she could have still responded in that way. Yeah. To, that, anyway, that annoyed me. I don't want to end on that note. But um, what do you teach? Uh, I'm CRTing at the moment, so relieving because I'm doing everything. Oh. Like you're the yeah, Dr. Carl of I the was, education system. I was I was teaching music the other day. I know nothing really? about it, but um, uh, yeah, no, no. So um, it keeps it um, flexible for me, which is uh, which is good when things come up. And so, if neighbours were to shut up shop, that's mm. a big chunk of uh, your freelance work. Yeah, gone. yeah, yeah. It is. So, um, so yeah. Hashtag save neighbours. Save Tyco. Save Tyco. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you hate neighbours but love Tyco, yeah. just um, get on board. Um, yeah, so I mean, it, for for so many people, yourselves included, but um, it's just uh, it's going to be you it's know. A, let's hope, let's touch wood that doesn't go that far. Of course, we need a miracle at yeah. this point. Yeah, but it's it is it's a huge employer, mm. and it should be protected because yeah. of that. I I would have thought so because mm. there's there's funding all floating all over the place, and and um, generally a lot of the funding comes in and it helps on a short term um, movies or whatever that get get made here, but then. A lot of the talent just disappears overseas, and yeah. uh, and but you've got something here that is locked in that's yeah. got x amount that's of jobs one, and one and a half million people in the UK watch it every day. Yeah. And you can't tell me there's a tourism campaign run for Melbourne yeah. that yeah. reaches that many people. Tourism Victoria, we can if we were if you want to see Frankston, we can go all over. Mate, they didn't even get to the giant gnome down there. I can't believe it. <laughs> oh, please Sheila tell me gnomes. that's not true. Is there a giant gnome? There is a giant oh, gnome. Come on, I want to go. <laughs> see, it works. The system <laughs> yeah. works. Yeah. Tourism Victoria. Actually, let's just – that can be the next email campaign, Save Neighbours Facebook group. Yeah. Are you on the socials, Ben? Uh, no, I'm not. No. No, no. Actually, when you're teaching, you've got to lock that except, down. Except when I um, um, I get on, you know, yeah, TikTok and randomly just <laughs> <laughs> flick through the pages. So, my, my daughter's saying, Dad, you'll all get rubbish if you unless you start liking things. Yeah. And yes. they tailor it to yeah, you. But you're like, I really like makeup tutorials. Yeah, that's, that's right. Why am I getting so mad? You've got to watch for the full minute yeah. and then it'll register. Well, CJ's on TikTok. Yep. CJ the Hot Mess Mum on Instagram and TikTok. And we're on TikTok, Neighbours Pod, but I've, 
I've been too depressed by Save Neighbours to post, but I will. I'll post again. And we are Neighbours Pod on Twitter and Neighbours Council on Facebook. Kate? I'm Remude on Twitter. I'm Vaya Pashos. Thanks for listening. Thanks, Ben. For a pleasure. Dissecting. Oh, I'll tell you what, if worst comes to worst, I think we might need to have a special episode of Neighbours with the highlights of um, Tycho's career and maybe we could have you back. Yes, you can. I'd love to. Oh, they should do some webisodes. Oh, I'd love it. Law, Lauren. Oh. Lauren Aaronsborough. Oh, the, the beauty of the beauty of the um, being on for twenty years is you've just gone through so many different. I've seen so many different mm. characters come and go all the way through. It's wonderful. Yeah. Yet the same Italian suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Well, when you're onto a winner, you're on yep. a winner. Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much. See you. Bye. I'm